Blog Talk Radio. Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Ellensburg, Washington to Anchorage, Alaska, and from Bellingham, Washington to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. On tonight's program, we're going to have the opportunity to talk a little bit of softball with Western Washington University's first-year head coach, Cheryl Gilmore, a little bit later in tonight's GNAC Insider. Also, Alaska Anchorage track and field senior Chrislyn Johnson will join us as well. And leading off the top of tonight's program, well, it's springtime, and that must mean that spring football is just around the corner. And joining us tonight. From Ellensburg, Washington, is the new head coach for the Central Washington University Wildcats in his first appearance here on GNAC Insider, but certainly won't be his last. Chris Fisk is joining us tonight. Chris, thanks for thanks for joining us this evening. From uh, as you told me before we started this interview, in the in the depths of the coach's office there tonight. No doubt, we are uh, we're working hard and, and grinding in here, getting ready for spring ball. We started on Friday, so thanks for having me on, and uh, excited to uh, get on here and talk about our program a little bit. Now, Chris, you've only been on on board about a little more than a month now as the head coach at Central Washington, replacing Ian Shoemaker, who uh, left to become the offensive coordinator over at Eastern Washington University. You previously were the Wildcats' offensive coordinator. Did that familiarity with the program that you've had for the past several seasons, did that aid in the transition from an assistant to now the head coach? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, when when uh, Dennis Francois took a look at uh, what we had been doing and uh, the direction that we were headed and, and some of the changes that we had made in our offseason, uh, I think that uh, I had a, a level of trust with our players and, and the administration here to where they felt comfortable um, putting me in this position and, and uh, you know, to a degree had, had earned it over time. Now you are going to be taking over a Wildcat team that has some good pieces coming back. Included in that bunch is the top rusher in the Gene Act this past season, running back Michael Roots. He ran for more than 1,000 yards, 13 touchdowns last year. However, on the flip side of that, quarterback Riley Hennessy, who was such a standout for the Wildcats, has moved on. Is there any indication that could mean a little bit of a switch in the Wildcats' offense uh, next year to become even more ground-oriented? Oh, I don't. You know, we've got uh, three young men in here uh, that'll be battling for that quarterback position with Christian Moore, Tajon Mitsutani, and Cameron Racanelli. Um, that, uh, you know, I think it's too early to tell. We'll, we'll get those guys through spring ball and kind of figure out what our identity is going to be. You know, whether it's uh, Coach Shoemaker running the program or myself running the program, it's always going to start and end with the run game. You know, we're going to run the football, and, and I don't think that, 
you know, whether Riley Hennessy's here or not, I don't think that's going to affect how much we run the football. We'd still like to have a balanced offensive attack. Now, you have, as you mentioned, the beginning of spring football on the horizon on Friday. All 15 of your practice sessions, as I understand it, are going to be open to the public, and it'll conclude with the uh, traditional spring game on May the 4th. What are you, specifically in your first year as head coach, what are your goals for, for spring ball for the Wildcats? Well, I think we've got some new faces on the staff, and, and uh, you know, I think with uh, Coach Cordova, our defensive coordinator, coming in here last year, and he didn't he didn't get in here until uh, fall camp started. So, you know, he's getting his first spring uh, here in Ellensburg, and so just having these new faces in here, just establishing ourselves offensively and defensively uh, with our coordinators, and making sure that uh, our kids are on the same page, and then. Something that we've been doing over here over the last month is just a stand, establishing our standard of performance um, on and off the field and in the classroom. And I think, uh, you know, our kids have gone through some change um, in the way that we want to do things, uh, transitioning from Coach Shoemaker into in some of the things that I want to do. But, uh, you know, when we get through with spring ball, I uh, want to make sure that we're um, in the process of uh, establishing our offense and defense and special teams and you know, putting in and installing some of those new systems. The Wildcats are coming off an eight and three season, seven and one in GNAC play, co-champions with Azusa Pacific. And I know it's far too early to look ahead towards the 2019 campaign, but is there any reason not to think that the Wildcats will again be in the hunt for a GNAC title next year? Well, I think that's, you know, when you decide to to take a job at Central Washington, that's why you try to take that job is you know you're going to be in the hunt every year. Um, you know, football over the years here has been extremely good, and, and uh, we got some big shoes to fill in terms of, uh, you know, the coaches that have, have walked these halls in the past, and, and uh, we're excited to be able to go and, and compete again. But, yes, I mean, we we should hopefully keep on the tradition of Central football being strong. And uh, we're excited to uh, get that going. But I'll tell you right now, Rob, I'm just trying to get to Friday. Well, I, I understand it because, again, Friday <laughs> is the, the first day of practice for you, no question about yep. that. But when we look ahead to 2019, uh, you uh, you come off and, and begin with a very tough opponent when you play at Division One Idaho on September the 7th. Will you know a lot about this Wildcat bunch at the conclusion of that game? Yeah, I think you every year, uh, you know, we found out a lot about our, our 18 team after we played Eastern Washington, and we'll be in for the same thing. I think we'll we'll find out a lot about ourselves after we go play a quality opponent like Idaho. Uh, you know, they definitely uh, didn't take it easy on me in the scheduling. We'll, we'll open up with Idaho, and then we'll get Ferris State in here in Ellensburg game two. So we'll have our work cut out for us. But, uh, you know, really, really like where, where we're headed at the point right now. Chris Fisk, the new head coach for Central Washington University football, is joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. And as we were talking about football scheduling, I want to get your uh, I want to get your take on something that's not going to happen this year. It'll happen during the the following season. But the GNAC and the Lone Star have collectively decided to put together a new scheduling alliance that allow both schools to get in all the games that they need uh, year in and year out. When you heard about that alliance, which uh, which was announced shortly before, I guess shortly after you were hired, as I understand it, uh, what was your what were your immediate thoughts? 
Well, uh, happiness, I mean, it, it really, uh, really solidifies, I think, both of our conferences and, and uh, you know, especially for us as GNAC schools out here that, that uh, struggle to find some games at time. It, it really, uh, I, I'm sure for our administrators especially, gives them some relief in knowing that those uh, contracts and those games are going to be there year in, year out. And then also just uh, in terms of getting quality Division II opponents and quality Division II opportunities uh, definitely helps you to make a run at trying to make the playoffs. And so, um, you know, those guys uh, down there in the Lone Star Conference, you gotta you got to be ready to buckle up and, and get ready to go when you go play those Lone Star teams. They're gonna, there's a lot of talent in that league and a lot of good coaches in that league. And so uh, it's exciting to know that uh, you're going to get to play that caliber of opponent uh, and have those guys on the schedule week to week. Well, Coach Fisk, the time has gone by much too quickly. Can you come back and join us maybe during the football season from Central Washington University for 2019? Love to have you back on. This has been a great first conversation, and I'm looking forward to having more with you in the seasons ahead. Anytime. We'd love to keep on spreading the word about Wildcat football. Chris Fisk joining us tonight from Ellensburg here on GNAC Insider. We will turn from the football field to the track and field venue. We're going to talk with Chrislyn Johnson. She's a standout track and field athlete for the University of Alaska Anchorage. That conversation comes your way when GNAC Insider resumes right after this timeout. Central Washington University, the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. In four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University. Welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And before we get to our next guest on GNAC Insider, time for us now to take our GNAC Weekly Wrap-Up as we look around the league from what happened in this past seven-day period. In track and field, Alaska Anchorage highlighted a big week across the conference. The program received three of the four Track and Field Athlete of the Week awards led by Carolyn Kurgott's Division II record pace in the 10,000 meters. That's 32 minutes, 8 and 29 100 seconds. And Chrislyn Johnson, our next guest on GNAC Insider, who had school record marks in both the triple jump and the long jump. In golf, the Simon Fraser men's team headlined this week's action with a second-place finish tied at the Hanny Stanislaus Invitational in Turlock, California. Both Western Washington and Concordia also finished in the top 10 to round out this week's GNAC representation at that prestigious tournament. In baseball, all six of the conference's teams were on the field last week to finish the first half of league play. Montana State Billings sits at the top of the conference standings, most recently going on the road to take a series at Concordia. And in softball, Western Washington highlighted the final week of non-conference play. The Vikings received the GNAC Team of the Week Award 
after going seven and one. That's right, seven and one in a week that included two league games and an undefeated record at the Tournament of Champions in Turlock, California. We're going to have the opportunity a little bit later in tonight's GNAC Insider to talk to the coach of the Vikings, Cheryl Gilmore. She'll tell us about how the Vikings played so well over that past week and that Tournament of Champions appearance as well. She's coming up a little bit later in GNAC Insider, which will resume right after this timeout. How to pay for college tops the list of concerns for most families. Western Oregon University has received national recognition for making an excellent education affordable. WOU is the only university to offer a choice of tuition plans. Students can choose between a four-year guaranteed tuition rate or a plan that starts with a lower tuition but has annual increases. The tuition choice, only at WOU. Learn more at wou.edu. Look at you now. You're well on your way at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. You chose a hands-on learning experience surrounded by people who push you to your potential. You chose to work in the field, out in the elements, and share your own story at the end of the day. You chose to live life instead of reading about it. You chose UAF because it's more than an education. It's a path to the top. Begin your ascent. The University of Alaska Fairbanks, naturally inspiring. MSU Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance, music and business, math and physical sciences, elementary education, radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage. Seattle Pacific University is a premier Christian university where each year 4,000 students catch a vision for making a difference in the world. All across the globe, SPU graduates are making an impact in medicine, technology, athletics, business, education, music, theater, and more. SPU is dedicated to outstanding scholarship and thoughtful faith. It's a powerful combination that brings about change in the lives of graduates and in the people and communities they serve. Seattle Pacific University, engaging the culture, changing the world. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We just talked about it a couple of moments ago. Western Washington, what a great week for the Vikings. GNAC Team of the Week honors after the Vikings won 7-1. and one. Two league games, an undefeated record of the Tournament of Champions in Turlock, California. And joining us now from Bellingham, Western Washington's first-year softball head coach, Cheryl Gilmore. Cheryl, thanks for making uh, your first and your initial appearance tonight here on GNAC Insider. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, glad that you could make some time for us tonight. Now, you went to Bellingham after four extremely successful seasons at Edmonds Community College. You led the Tritons to a record of 106 wins and 60 losses during your time there and to the Northwest Athletic Conference playoffs in three of those four seasons, including winning the North Region title last year. You really had something built there at Edmonds. What was it about the Western Washington University job that that lured you just a little bit north? Yeah, um, I think being a student at Western and just knowing Bellingham and, and living in a community, loving the school and the program, um, I mean, it was my dream job, so it was a no-brainer. When you came to the Vikings, did you anticipate that you would have this kind of team? Right now, your squad is 22-9, and nine 
11 and 3 in the GNAC. You're currently on a five game winning streak and you're solidly in second place in the conference standings. Did you know this was going to be a good Western Washington crew? Um, I mean, I didn't really know who we had coming in. And um, I mean, obviously, I'm <laughs> excited and happy that it has turned out the way it has, but that's just the girls. And um, we have a great group, and I'm definitely lucky for kind of what I walked into. Um, and I mean, they're doing all the work, so it's been a lot of fun to to watch them and watch them come together at the right time. And um, we have a group that really always wants to get better every time they step on the field. So if they're they're the ones doing it, I'm just super impressed with the leadership that the girls have within the team, especially the seniors, have been unbelievable. So um, always, you know, you always expect to win, you always want to win, but to see the way they're doing it is pretty dang cool. Have you had to implement a new system or have you, or have you just had to tweak a few things up there? I guess what I'm getting at is how would a team, a Cheryl Gilmore team look different than from teams in the past up there for the Vikings? Um, I think the biggest thing is just kind of letting them play, um, kind of giving the game back to them a little bit and letting them have some ownership and, and how they prepare and what they do. And um, I don't know, we have a lot of fun up here. <laughs> and so I think that's kind of what, like, I think especially with softball, you got opportunities after college to continue to play. So for them to just um, really own own what they're doing and, and really just enjoy it and, and make it a really positive experience for them. But, um, yeah, I, like I said, I got really lucky for the group that I that I walked into. And, um, yeah, I feel, feel really fortunate to have those guys. But we're having a lot of fun, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Well, you're having a lot of fun, and you're having a lot of wins as well, as we mentioned, <laughs> GNAC Team of the Week. After you won seven games in seven days all away from home, when you look at that stretch of games now with a little bit of perspective, what made that week so successful for the Vikings? Uh, I think we tried to approach the week uh, one game at a time, uh, especially when we started up in Canada with Simon Frazier. Um, they're a great team. And I think we just, it was hard knowing we were leaving for California the next day, but to stay in the moment and take it pitch by pitch and game by game, um, and not to worry about, you know, the game ahead or the game after that and just to stay. And I think the girls did a great job of staying in the moment each day um, that we played and um, really speaks to their their grit and character on the field. And I don't know, it was, it was neat to see them make adjustments from game to game too and even inning to inning on certain uh, certain games that we played. But I think the biggest thing was just kind of knowing that we had to take it one at a time and not look at how many games that we're going to play eight games that week and just, you know, take what was control what was in front of us and the girls did a really good job of that I think I would get the same response from most of these softball coaches around the GNAC when I say the tournament of champions in Turlock California really is the best of the best in terms of west coast competition as that yeah. is the case as the Vikings went five and oh at the tournament of champions down there what does that say about your team uh, heading possibly into postseason play. Yeah, I mean, I think kind of the same thing where uh, it, was, it was great to come out and get those wins. Um, I think the coolest thing about it is that we still have room to improve and, and things to get better on. Um, but it was definitely a great confidence boost, and I think it showed the team, you know, that we're, we can compete with these guys. And, um, I mean, there's some other great teams in the tournament that we had played previously in Las Vegas and um, – you know, I think it's just you're growing each game and taking learning from each game that every time you step on the field. But 
uh, definitely gave us some confidence and some momentum moving forward. But, uh, you know, we have St. Martin's and Central next, and those guys are great teams. And, um, again, I think it's just – it's easy to look at the big picture and think postseason, but I think we just got to stay in the moment and take care of what's in front of us. But definitely it was it was a lot of fun to go down there and, and play some great teams. And, like, with Sonoma um, humbled us a little bit too, so that that was good. Um, but it was definitely good to gain some confidence against uh, some really good teams down there. It's our pleasure to be joined by Cheryl Gilmore, Western Washington University softball coach tonight here on GNAC Insider. I have a couple of Viking players that I want you to comment on just for a moment. Emily yeah. Benson hit at a 565 clip with 14 RBI, nine runs, and five home runs during the week as she was named not only the GNAC Player of the Week, but also the Tournament of Champions MVP. Talk a little yeah. bit about Emily and what she brought you from the offensive side of things. Yeah, Emily's unbelievable. Um, I've never seen anybody hit the ball the way she does. Um, and it's it's easy to look at her and say, hey, you're, you're strong and you're a great hitter, but I think the coolest thing about Emily is her work ethic, and she's, she's earned everything she's gotten. Um, and she works so hard to master her craft. She's a student of the game. Um, to see her, you know, just take BP or work in the cage and see how many reps she gets and before practice and after practice. And I don't know. She's, she is unbelievable, and we're lucky to have her. And I, I've never seen anybody hit the way she does. So that's, that's all her. I haven't touched her since she's been here. Uh, that's just a product of how hard she's worked and just she blows me away. So it's we're lucky to have her, and she's a spark in the lineup, obviously. And she she really is a phenomenal leader to the rest of the team as well. And, yeah, she's, she's as good as it gets, that's for sure. And on the flip side of that, McKinley Sellevold had five victories, 17 strikeouts, and she too was named to the GNAC uh, honors this week as pitcher of the week. Talk about her week. Yeah, she she's had a great uh, she had a wonderful week, but she's had a phenomenal season and has really been the one that's kept us in these games. Um, she's just unbelievable to watch on the, on in the circle out there, and it's I think she even gets better under pressure. Um, you know, we got people on base and, um, a lot of times where that's a lot of times where pitchers try to be careful and it's like, she just gets even better when, when there's runners in scoring position and things like that. So I think she gives, especially with her leadership, she gives the team almost like a sense of calm, um, is always kind of keeping the team together and moving in the right direction. Um, but she's, she's done a great job for us and worked really hard, especially with, um, Sharina dealing with a knee injury early in the season. And, uh, I mean, pitching until her arm fell off pretty much and really put the team on her back and, and it's just been phenomenal for us, not only obviously in what she can bring in the circle, but what she brings leadership-wise and, and really, like I said, giving this team a sense of calm uh, under pressure. And it's almost, like I said, it's just she does better in big moments and that's really neat to see. Well, you've got some big moments on the horizon this week, as you already mentioned. You start with a doubleheader at St. Martin's on Sunday before the team heads over the mountains to Ellensburg for a pair of contests Saturday against first place Central Washington University. What do you Mm -hmm. expect in those four very important games for the Vikings? Yeah, um, I mean, they're both great teams. Um, St. Martin's 
and it has some great hitters. And, you know, pitching that can keep hitters off balance, really strong defense. Um, and we just had some timely hitting against them last time, but um, they're all, always going to be a tough team to beat. And so, um, just trying to prepare the best we can based on what we, you know, what we saw and what we learned about them last game. And then, of course, Central um, does a really great job of putting pressure on the defense. Uh, they have a lot of speed and a great combination of speed and power. Um, offensively, and they do a great job of um, really getting, you know, like I said, putting pressure on the other team's defense and um, taking advantage of mistakes and uh, obviously hitting the hitting the ball hard. And um, so we're just really preparing kind of, like I said, based on what we know and some adjustments that we can make. Um, but they're two great teams. They're both really well coached, and we have a lot of respect for them. Uh, it's going to be a great battle, and we're excited for it, that's for sure. Well, Cheryl, will you come back and join us again on Gene Atkins Insider? This has been a great first chat, and I look forward to talking to you more as your career continues to unfold up there at your alma mater. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Cheryl Gilmore joining us tonight from Bellingham, first-year head coach at Western Washington University, and she's doing a great job with the Vikings this year without a doubt. Well, from the softball field, we're going to head to the track We'll do that when GNAC Insider resumes after this time out. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. The number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. As we now welcome in Chrysalyn Johnson from the University of Alaska Anchorage track and field squad. She, uh, she set school record marks in both the triple jump and the long jump this past week. And well, Chrysalyn, thank you for joining us tonight for up there in Anchorage. Talk a little bit about, about this week that you had. Well, thank you for having me. Um, this week was pretty incredible. I mean, it was my first outdoor, well, my second outdoor meet, but in California. So it was a bit of a weather change. Uh, the temperature was great. The conditions were great. So I kind of expected some good performances out of everyone from the team. Well, a good ones from the team, from you and Carolyn Kurgott, as we mm-hmm. mentioned, a Division Two record pace in the 10,000 meters. So you guys had oh, a yeah. tremendous, tremendous weekend down there. But talking about yeah. you, you received back-to-back GNAC Women's Track and Field of the Athlete of the Week awards most recently mm-hmm. after your own school record in the triple jump and that new mark in the long jump that uh, that you're had it happen for you at the Mike Finelli track classic down there in Hayward, Mm -hmm. uh, Hayward, California. You talked a little bit about the weather there with warmer temperatures. Does that make the warm up or the preparation a little bit easier? And when did you know that this was going to be maybe not a record setting, but a a good performance for you? Well, uh, the weather definitely helps, especially when it's a difference between having to wear like three or six layers just to stay warm and keep like get warm and stay warm. 
versus um, it just being naturally sunny and you can wear one layer. Might even have to strip just to just to be able to jog without sweating out all your energy. Um, and it felt pretty nice when my the primary jumping coach uh, Ray Coach Ray uh, told me like how well I was running down the the stretch to the pit, and that was when. I just took his word for it. He kept telling me to scoot back, scoot back. And I just took his word for it, word for it and trusted him. And we, I scratched a couple, especially for long dip, I scratched a couple. But he kept scooting me back, and we ended up pulling a, a, a good mark. Now, the 6th race Seawolves, you have a little bit of time off until the 18th of April when uh, you're going to be entered in three events over three days throughout California. The team will be... Uh, in action at the Brian Clay Invitational. That's down there in Azusa, at the Mount Sac Relays in Walnut, and at the Long Beach State's Beach Invitational. Do you know which one of those you'll be participating in, or will you again go for both the long and the triple jump? Um, I will most likely be participating in both the jumps again, and I'm not sure which one I will be attending, but I'm sure the coaches have us each each person in what they believe their strengths are. So Now, you uh, are obviously from the University of Alaska Anchors track team, as we mentioned, but you stayed right at home because you actually went to Diamond High School in Anchorage. Was that an easy decision to, to continue your track career right there in your hometown? Um, actually, I'm originally from Virginia, but I moved up here my sophomore year of high school. So, yes, I just became so familiar with the land and just there was so much more of Alaska to discover. And when I got the offers for um, at UAA for volleyball, so when I first got that offer, I was extremely ecstatic because they had a new facility. I had so many familiar friends that were on the team at the time, people that I looked up to. So, Making the choice was not difficult at all to stay. What are you studying there at UAA? I'm currently studying mechanical engineering. Wow. What do you plan to do with that degree? Um, hopefully just open some doors because <laughs> I'm not quite sure specifically what I want to do. But, okay. yeah. Well, just right awesome. now you can. Right now, you got lots more long jumps and triple jumps in you, and we really appreciate you making time for us tonight here on GNAC <laughs> Insider. Chris Lynn, continued success, continued success to the Sea Wolves, and, and uh, have a good time down there in your next venture down to California. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Chris Lynn Johnson tonight joining us from Anchorage here on GNAC Insider, where we go now around the GNAC. In outdoor track and field, eight GNAC teams will be in action. The majority of them this week will converge in Bellingham for the WWU Team Invitational on Friday. In women's golf, Western Washington, St. Martins, and Montana State Billings head to Goodyear, Arizona for the Western New Mexico-hosted Mustang Intercollegiate. That tournament will take place Friday and Saturday. In baseball, all six GNAC teams will be in action as the second half of league play gets underway. Northwest Nazarene and Western Oregon will get the week started Friday in Monmouth. First place Montana State Billings plays its home opener Saturday against St. Martin's. And in softball, 16 games are on this week's schedule. First place Central Washington will be in action for four games, hosting Simon Frazier for a doubleheader on Saturday. 
followed by a Sunday twin bill against Western Washington. Remember that you can get the latest news, stats, standings, and so much more all about the GNAC anytime you go to GNACsports.com with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. All you have to do is look for at GNAC Sports. We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider, which we will do right after this timeout. In old school terms, like when football players wore leather helmets, it was called getting your bell rung, high impact shots to the head. Today, we know a lot more about concussions, and one reason is an engineering team over at UAA. This is an important project because we're learning that if concussions are not detected and left untreated, they can have a dramatic impact on people later in life and possibly lead to dementia and severe depression. In a nondescript basement laboratory in the engineering department over at UAA, soccer balls are shot at a researcher wearing an electronic mouth guard that measures the impact of the ball hitting his head. The invention is patent pending and could A, lead to better forms of protection, and B, allow instant diagnosis not just for athletes, but for our troops as well. Innovative concussion research. Just one of the amazing stories being written every day at the University of Alaska Anchorage. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And just time to thank the guests on tonight's GNAC Insider, Western Washington softball head coach Cheryl Gilmore, Central Washington football coach Chris Fisk, and Chrislyn Johnson from the University of Alaska Anchorage track and field squad. Also, thanks to our producer, Connor Pelton. Thanks to GNAC Commissioner Dave Hagland. And as always, thanks to you for joining us. We will come back your way next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time for your next edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. You consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.